0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Reload. We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. We are so excited to be recording our first episode, and we can't wait to talk about murder. Uh, we're discussing the recent case of a Florida woman accused of zipping her boyfriend into a suitcase for hours until he died. Best headline ever. Yeah, that one really caught my attention, yeah. so uh, you'll definitely want to stick around for that. But first, we should give a brief introduction to who we are and what our signs are for this podcast. Tara and I met five-ish years ago? Sounds right. When we started working together, we quickly learned that we were each other's other half of their brain and had a fascination for the dark and twisty. About a year ago, I picked up The Stranger Me* by Ann Rule, and we read it at the same time and discussed it on our lunch breaks and after work. And we just kept going with different books. We work in the veterinary industry in rural Alberta and have found that our unofficial book club is a way to escape from the stressful, emotionally draining shit we see on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ironic, actually, because it's not like true crime is fluffy, but yeah. I realize yeah. what can For some reason, it's relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> and that says a lot about us, I think. But, anyways, let's move on to the structure of the show and then we will jump into it. So, we are a true crime book club podcast. Full disclaimer, we have never been in a book club before, so we're really just making this up as we go along. And also, we're not literary geniuses, just book nerds that enjoy true crime. That being said, we would love participation from our audience, so please feel free to leave us comments or email us your thoughts on the books we are reading or the case in general, and we may even include them in the show. We'll be revealing the next book title topic at the end of our episodes and on social media so you can read along with us. And if we are covering the book in two parts, we'll let you know where to read up to. Some of these books are doozies, so we will have mini-episodes in between our long episodes, so it gives everyone a chance to read the book, and so we can write our episodes. Today's episode is a mini, since you don't know what book to start reading yet. And that will be revealed at the end of this episode, so make sure to listen to the end. Our mini-episodes don't really have a structure, at least not at this point. We might talk about news articles we've recently seen, like we're doing today, or we might talk about a new true crime show that just came out, or really whatever we feel like talking about. Yeah, feel free to send us suggestions as well. We want to hear the like, weird things you have found, <laughs> you know, when you're deep diving the internet. Just send it to us. We want to look at it. Uh, so back to the book club aspect of the podcast. Uh, we want to make it clear that you don't have to read the books in order to listen. We will be covering the full case and mostly using the book for the timeline. And then we will deep dive into the case once we have gone through the whole book to discuss anything else that we found about the topic, such as podcasts that have covered the case related movies, videos, pictures, anything else that we found interesting, really. Uh, So basically, if you're interested in reading the book, you should probably do that before listening to the episode. If you don't want to read the book, that's cool. Come join us for the case discussion, and we'll give you all the details you need to know. Oh, and one more thing. Um, In addition, I will try to post the timestamps in the description. So if you are not interested in the book review... You could just start off right where our case discussion begins and you don't have to listen to us talk about the author and all of that kind of stuff, but obviously we would appreciate you sticking around for the whole thing. So now that you know who we are and what to expect, grab your glass and get cozy, let's talk about murder. All right, so today we are discussing a case that popped up on my phone the other day and I just died. I'm sorry, It's it's crazy. So... It is Florida woman accused of zipping boyfriend in suitcase for hours until he died. Of course it's up to Florida. Of course. (laughs) I sent a screenshot to Michelle when I was, well, it was at work. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. But, so yeah, I sent the screenshot to Michelle and I was like, oh my God, look at this. And, of course, it's going to be a great story when it starts with Florida woman. Right? (laughs) Those are always the best. (laughs) So excited to talk about it. Okay, so yeah, so basically, I saw an article from CTV News, and the first um, part of the article reads: Sarah Boone called 911 and said her boyfriend, Jorge Torres Jr., got trapped in a suitcase and died during a game of hide and seek, according to court records. Sounds legit. <laughs> I, I have two comments about this. First of all, <laughs> I love that they're playing hide and seek. Like, I'm sure. <laughs> Does it say how old you? They're like in their forties, right think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, forty-two years old. So, I mean, I don't even want to play hide and seek with my kids. Yeah, I mean, I would say that that's not something I would do when I'm drinking. But I honestly don't think I I can say that for sure. But it does seem very strange, very strange. Um, and my second point is, I don't think they know how to play hide and seek because she helped him into his hiding place. Yeah, because me. there's no way that he well. I think I if he zipped himself up into the suitcase, he should have been able to get out. Exactly. So that's why I just, I think it's hilarious that it's like oh no, we're playing hide and seek as you help him into the hiding place. Right, man. Oh, bye. Right. Bye. <laughs> so according to her story, she said that they thought it was funny, he was going to get in the suitcase, and then they were drinking. So she passed out. She went to bed, fell asleep, and she just assumed, you know, oh, he'll be able to get out. No problem. She says she wakes up the next day, and I think, honestly, it was a couple hours, she said that she thought that he was playing video games or, you know, on his computer or something like that Mm -hmm. before she went and checked on him, but then she realized, oh my god, he's still in the suitcase. (laughs) So, obviously, she unzips the suitcase, and the man is dead, which, honestly, that is, that's got to be a terrible way to go, I can imagine. Yeah. Oh my god not okay. Ugh. So anyways, uh, yeah, she, she says she calls the police right away. And what actually happened, uh, was a little bit different. Um, well, one thing, uh, apparently she had actually called her ex-husband before calling the police. And he was like, dude, call the fucking police. <laughs> call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do about this? So, that was kind of one thing that didn't really line up with the story. But um she had given the police uh, permission to look through her phone, which was really interesting yeah. because there was some pretty incriminating stuff on there. Um There were videos of her taunting him in the suitcase, which is so messed up. So, screws Uh ah. So, I'm a creep. I tried to find the videos, but as far as I could see, they have not been released. Due, yeah. Which the public, which I mean. Probably for the best. That kind of makes sense. But honestly, I did kind of want to see it, just to, I don't know, get a feel for what was going on. But apparently you could see in the video that he was pushing on the suitcase, trying to get out, and he was screaming for help. Um, and yeah, she didn't really care. She was actually laughing the whole time as she was videoing it. Because um, he cheated on her or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. So yeah, she was punishment. Apparently, yeah. Um, so things like, I can't fucking breathe, seriously, was heard by the boyfriend. Uh, and she replied, that's on you. That's what I feel like when you cheat on me. So she's a terrible human. She's a bad person. And apparently they kind of have a history of domestic violence. There have been quite a few times in the last three years that they were dating that they had press charges against each other. And oh. Yeah, so that's great. Um, And uh-huh. yeah, happy relationship. And uh, in those instances, they both would have Physical injuries like black eyes or like um, marks on his throat. That she choked him and all kinds uh-huh. of stuff. It's awful. It's pretty awful. So, anyways, it uh, doesn't seem as innocent as what she originally tried to make the story mm-hmm. out to be. Um, so, yeah, it was really interesting. I don't think there's any way that she can get out of this, honestly. <laughs> well, I mean, even if she claims that she's battered, yeah, battered, the battered yeah, battered woman defense. I but think she she's will try, seen taunting him. Yeah, I think they will try to go for that side of things, like yeah. in their defense. Yeah, but I honestly don't think that that's. I don't know. I don't think that's a good case because it's not like she's defending, defending herself. herself. Yeah. She. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like he couldn't get out. He couldn't touch her. Like I don't know. She I was know. not fending him off. He wasn't attacking her. It seems like if he was attacking her, why would he get into a suitcase? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, like, it's, it's so strange. It's so I strange. Guess, that's why it just, I just. I guess only know. they know. Yeah. They, really. guess they only know. And I mean, we know a part of it because she took a video of it. Like, yeah, I mean, thanks for that. Thanks for that. I'm, I'm sure, sure the police are thanking her for that. Too. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I think when she gave permission to, you know, have to look at her phone and everything, I don't think she remembered that those videos were on there, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and then they showed her the Straight video enough. and she was like, oh, that's bad. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, dang. I, <laughs> I think It's like, yeah, that's not, that's not great no. honey. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, I think, most of the, the I'll story. be interested to see, like, if they cost anything about for sentencing or anything. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. And I'm assuming, you know, because I know all this stuff. I'm assuming it's be second degree murder. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I she, don't think you plan to shove somebody in a suitcase and they them mean, there to die. I feel like they will look into it. Like maybe it was like all part of the plan, like, hey, like you no, know, get him drunk and, you know, maybe. have this like idea and just maybe I don't know. I obviously I don't know anything about love, but <laughs> <laughs> I like to pretend it doesn't do. sound super premeditated. No, right? it doesn't though. It sounds more like a opportunistic kind of thing where yeah. it's like, Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, yeah. If he gets in the suitcase, then my problems will be solved. <laughs> and maybe she didn't actually intend to kill him, so maybe fanslaughter. Yeah. Maybe maybe well yeah. Man, mm-hmm. with the, I mean, I think that's what would happen if um, there were no video. Yeah. I think she could have definitely gotten away with it, it was an accident. I passed out. I, we were yeah. screwing around. Yeah, exactly. But I think with the video evidence, I'm pretty sure that she'll be murder too. That, that would be murder. Yeah. But, yeah. When I first started reading the article, I was like, oh, I feel like it was an accident. Like, you know, I just got the first couple sentences and i was like oh this is gonna be messed up like mm-hmm. she like this person honestly like forgot about her boyfriend and then went to bed that was like when i started reading the title i'm like it can't be like it, it, can't, be. Be. it can't be actual like murder right but then like obviously i got like two sentences into the story and i was like oh okay um, maybe.
1: okay maybe. and maybe, maybe they weren't just
0: sure. maybe there was some- Sort of yeah recreation other things going on. And sure. they yeah. did say um in past times where the police came to check up on them because of uh domestic violence calls, um the boyfriend was told that he needs to stop using drugs and that kind of thing, so I wouldn't uh, be too surprised if that kind of stuff was happening as well. But that's just making an s- assumption. Just kind of sad all around. It is it is I feel I feel bad for the guy, that's pretty terrible like it sounds both ways like the important great people would you know being each other that sense. kind of but, but still that's an awful way to go. <laughs> and you know what's really messed up? I was thinking about this earlier when I was like about the whole case and going through it. You know when you like you listen to something and you're thinking about it and you create an image in your head? Yeah. The image that I had in my head of where this took place was in my granny's house from like twenty years ago. And I was like, well, that's messed up. Why am I thinking about that? And it's because we used to do this. Like we used, I remember a certain bedroom where there were suitcases and we would zip each other up in the suitcases. i so people could see my face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, that's so messed up. And it's so terrifying. I don't know that just thinking about being that's in a suitcase. Something used do so innocently as, a, as kid, a kid. And then it just turned so gruesome. And even like... Obviously, nothing bad happened when I was a kid and we were doing that, but, like, something could have happened. I mean, people are supposed to be finding you. Yeah, right? They're supposed to be finding you, but it's like, oh, you know, oh, so-and-so has got to go home now. Like, you know, come downstairs. Where's Tara? Right? (laughs) You know? It's kind of messed up to think about, but that's honestly that's what popped into my head. So that's a really weird, perhaps picture going thing? on, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that's too far. But uh, that's what my brain does, apparently. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. why I love your brain. Yeah. I guess we well, have the same brain as I do. Yeah. So it's true. You're in the same <laughs> It's true. But yeah, anyways, so I think that's pretty yeah, much everything about that case. We'd love to hear your thoughts about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, we wanted to say that sometimes we talk about depressing shit. Today was a little bit. More lighthearted. Yeah. I mean, so many baggage is awful, but it was more lighthearted. Let's be real. Some of the stuff we're going to cover is not going to be. Yeah. Some of it's a little dark sometimes. So we just thought at the end of each episode, we would ask a question and we'll both answer the question and then it would be great if you guys could answer the question as well. Um, so sometimes they'll be simple questions. Sometimes they're deep. Most of the time they're pointless. <laughs> But for today's question, what started your true crime fascination? Hmm. So many things. I know. <laughs> I was a kid in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. So, um, unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries, like,
1: oh for my God. sure.
0: I just, I can picture it in my head so clearly. I, I mean, just, I'm, I'm so dragged out by the music. Oh, I know. And, and I, I had to watch it. I you know, know. like I, I was obsessed with that. But the others would be... Probably the O.J. Simpson case. Yeah. It was a big one when I was little. Yeah. And it was everywhere. Yeah. And so you couldn't go to the grocery store without seeing something about O.J. and Nicole. And you couldn't see, you know, turn on the news and and hear something about O.J. Exactly. It's one of those cases that is so huge and blown way out of proportion that my mom also likes true crime stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So Mm -hmm. that's probably where some of this comes from. Yeah. But my mom was like, I can't even anything about okay <laughs> too much <laughs> just, just too much yeah um, we've gone over this too many times <laughs> that and then, and then reading culture skelter it oh yeah shame i love this so like we pretty much have like the exact same experience yeah like unsolved mysteries for me for sure mm-hmm. i can like see him walking on the road somewhere being like child disappeared. he has eyes, right <laughs> <laughs> and like i can even in my head, I can still remember. I don't even. I have no idea what case it is, but there's a particular case that they talked about, and I can still like see the road and everything in my yeah, head. Totally. Like it just. I don't know. It just really stuck with me. Yeah. And yeah, I kind of you know forgot about it for quite a while until like the one day you're like, oh yeah, so mysteries is coming back apparently. And I'm also, like, it's on Google Prime or not Google on Amazon Prime. Oh my god! So check I need out. to get that. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't gone back and watched anything, no. but like, oh my god, so exciting! You should. Anyways, uh, so, and then as well, like, you had family that were margaritos. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> my my mom also, but mostly my granny. Same granny, you know, house kind <laughs> of thing. thing. Creepiness. Uh, yeah, we would always, always watch True Crime together. Always talk about it. It would mess up things. And it was just like, oh, yeah, it's just normal. Like, it was such a normal thing yeah. growing up. That's all we watched, literally. Yeah. Like, from as young as I can possibly remember. Yeah. And then as well... So weird. The first book I read was also *Helter Skelter*. I got it from my neighbor. She was one year older than me, so you know she was so much more mature and had this book. But I got it from her, and I—that was the first book that I ever, read. pretty much like first book that I ever read on my own, like not yeah. a school project. That was that was like my first book. I totally and stole it off my mom's bookshelf. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> and I actually had kept the Healthy Skelter* book. Until last year, because I realized, oh, this is not my book. <laughs> and then my friend that I got it from, she now lives in PC, and she was out visiting. I was like, oh, I feel guilty now, but I know it's not my book. So I returned it, which makes me really sad. But that was definitely where things kind of We may have from. to buy you a new copy because I'm definitely going to cover Halton's Filter at some point. We have to. But just yeah. uh, thinking about writing that episode, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a big one. There's so much detail. We did actually. Read it last year. Yeah, we did. Yeah, with our unofficial book club thing. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to reread it as uh, a grown-up. Yeah, it is. It's like oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. all of this. But yeah, <laughs> it's just there's so much information in there. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But anyways, I love that we had the same experience growing yeah. up. Apparently, yeah. the only yeah. difference is that I wasn't around for the OJ thing. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm old. Yeah, I'm old. yeah, a little older. But know. <laughs> so I haven't really done the deep dive into that. Oh, oh, you can tell me about really it. Real. Yeah. I mean, obviously I know stuff about it, but there's a book. We'll read it. Yeah. There's right. a book. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's multiple, so, them actually. There's so many books. Yeah. We're going to have so much to cover. So much fun. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, uh, make sure to answer our questions that we just yeah. asked and then send us any of your questions, comments. We'd love to hear those. Yeah. Um, and our, your thoughts. You can email us at murderandmarlow at gmail.com. Find us at Instagram at Murder and Merlot Podcast, Facebook, Murder and Merlot Podcast, and then Twitter at Murder and Merlow1. Yeah, and also I'm trying to convince Michelle <laughs> to join TikTok with me. <laughs> so we might have a TikTok page at one point. Because so I think it'd be hilarious. Like I like use that I'm old and I have no idea what TikTok is. So I mean I feel like I'm also too old for TikTok, but man, I didn't want to give in and download the app but I see it everywhere on the internet because I'm always on the internet. So I gave in and oh my God, I just, I will <laughs> stay up for hours and I like can lose track of time because of, there's just so much. And I swear the apps now, they don't show the times anymore. Like mm-hmm. you can't look at the times if you're on apps and they totally do that on purpose. Oh yeah. So you, have no so, yeah, idea you just like, yeah, and you just waste hours and hours and hours. So anyways, that's, Maybe in the future. We'll see. Excellent. We'll see. Excellent. Um, so where to find us? Uh, pretty much anywhere you can find other podcasts. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, all that good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. And one more thing. Uh, we have to announce the book that we're oh, covering. Hi. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. We are covering Green River Running Red by Anne Lula. So listen to our next episode to find out the insane case of Green River Killer, one of the most prolific serial killers of all time, and we will be covering the story up until part one, which ends at page two hundred and ninety-six. So get reading, read up into that point, and then stay tuned for our commentary, and we'll be recapping the case next week. Cannot wait. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening with us, guys. Yeah. I mean, if you don't join our club, then you're dead to me. <laughs> bye bye